Hey, tea lovers, this is your host, Dee, and you're listening to the Tea with Dee podcast, the show that teaches you how to recover, regain, and relive. Diving into inner child healing, self-love, codependency, and trauma, the podcast for people who are looking to find their true, authentic self. Join me on the journey to live our best lives. Now let's get to the episode. Hey, tea lovers, welcome back to episode four of Tea with Dee. What ifs? Stop asking, start acting. So I have always lived in a constant state of what ifs. If I wasn't living in the past, I was living in the future and predicting things before they would happen, constantly having anxiety, wondering when the ball was going to drop until I came to a certain point in my life where I realized that it was only hurting me more than it was doing me good, that it was detrimenting my health, mental health, and all aspects of my life because I couldn't get in control of my mind and the anxiety that was surrounding it. I always had this need to get answers met, so then I would preconceive ideas or come up with scenarios in my head to get my needs met in a sense. It's based on my attachment style. I am an anxious attachment. I have talked about the attachment styles before, and this is a key thing for anxious attachments. But it's also very prevalent in a lot of different types of attachment styles as well. It it goes full across the board. It isn't just with one specific type of attachment. It happens to everyone. We're all human. We all have anxiety at one point or another in our lives. Today's episode is going to show you how you can somewhat combat these things and how I am by no means perfect and I have to work at this every single day. It's just like exercise. It's just like mindfulness. You have to constantly, constantly be working on yourself in order order for you to get to where you want to be. And that is what I am doing. And I am trying my hardest. And I hope that these tips that I've learned help you as well. So what if stop asking, start acting? So a lot of times when we have major life decisions going on in our lives, it causes anxiety and worrying. And I think that when we have the what ifs in our mind, we're telling us this is going to help weigh out the pros and the cons that we have like this prejudged situation that's about to happen that you know that if you come up with this what if, then you can prepare yourself for the worst. But the problem with the pros and cons thing and the what ifs is when the questions start popping up every little moment and cause certain decisions, that's when it becomes problematic. Self-doubt happens, predicting, forecasting possible scenarios. It's a disaster because most of these are credited from anxiety. And I am the first to admit that I've done this and I am a pro at perceiving what I think is going to happen or coming up with scenarios in my mind. But we have to remind ourselves that thoughts are not facts. It's taken me a long time to realize 95% of the time, not even 95, 99% of the scenarios that I come up with in my mind never actually come to fruition because I think that we have this innate ability. Our minds are so powerful that we come up with these worst case scenario. But here are some of the things that I've learned throughout my journey that have kind of helped me or had me more of a realization with certain things. The first thing is ask, what will this what if do for you? You can handle the worst case scenario. So let's say that you're you're doing this what if, and you're predicting what potentially happened. You're putting yourself through that scenario potentially twice, if you want to look at it that way. And if you put it this way, like let life take its course, everything happens for a reason, the worst case scenario you will get over. I know that sounds crazy, and I took a pause there because I really want you to think about that. The worst things that you've ever gone through in life, and maybe you're in that stage right now, or you've been in it before, Look at where you're at now. You overcome those things, whether it was a breakup, a job loss, a loss of someone, a loved one, catastrophic, you've overcome it. So you can handle the worst case scenario because you're strong. 
Not only that, it hasn't happened yet. Thoughts are not facts. What you're creating in your mind isn't reality. This is the fight or flight mode response that goes on in our brains. Our brains are super powerful and they're there to protect us. So our brains, in order to protect us, think of the worst case scenario. It's this like civilization, biological, psychological thing from ancient times back where hunters, gatherers type of vibe where your brain is essentially trying to protect you. But this is also where your brain, she like, hey brain, chill out. Because it's not always right. We have, because of subconscious beliefs, cognizant beliefs, situations that have happened in our life, attachment issues, environment issues, anything basically traumatic that's happened in our lives have caused our brains to rewire in certain ways to get our needs met and to self-soothe us the fastest we can. So ask yourself, what insecurities is this bringing up for me? When you're thinking of a what if. So what if I lost, lose my job? What if um, this person breaks up with me or what if this scenario happens with a breakup or what if you know something happens with a family member or a friend or something like that the what ifs okay well ask yourself you have to get to the root of that and that is something that has been really hard for me my entire life is to ask myself and to be mindful and be like what is this bringing up for me that I'm coming up with this what if whether it's an insecurity whether it's feeling like inadequate whether I don't feel like I'm, I'm where I'm supposed to be like there is something and you have to find the root of that so whether it's you're going through a breakup and you're thinking what if they find someone better? What is in you that is causing you to feel like they will find better? Why can't you be better? Why aren't you better? Like there is an insecurity there for a job. Let's say, what if I get fired? What are you not doing that would make you feel like you're getting fired? Or what is it about you that you feel like you are not adequate enough to have this job? You have to get to the root of situations in order to understand why you're reacting this way. So What examples prove this? Like ask yourself, identify the legitimate reason, take positive actions versus worrying. The plan of action. This will help reduce anxiety and improve success. So let's say something happens. Let's say you go through a breakup and you think that this person's gonna find someone better or they're in another relationship or they're following people on social media or something happens or you hear all these stories and worst case scenario, like plan of action. What will you do if those things happen? You'll be okay. Not only that, it's, not at the grand scheme of things it your feelings are valid but it's not that big of a deal where you cannot get over it you lose your job or something happens where you're feeling like you're gonna lose your job okay so have a backup plan if I think that I'm gonna lose this job then I need to know maybe start looking for other jobs or if I feel like I'm losing this job I need to ask my boss what can I do better to be a better worker or employee or what steps do I need to take to improve my position with a friend setting boundaries or something like that where you feel like you're losing a friend or this person isn't right for you ask yourself you need to create this plan of action retrain your brain write your fears talk to yourself identify unhealthy thinking patterns and allow you to correct them. When the thought comes, almost think of it like a stop sign. So anytime I have a what if thought or something bad's happening or I'm scared about a potential situation, I put a literal red stop sign in my mind and I go, stop, nope, nope, we're not doing this right now. And if I can't stop myself at that point, I have to journal. And then I do this thing, the empty room chair or not the empty room chair, the empty chair. I've done this in therapy several times. 
I had to do it with my, after my dad passed, where I literally had a legit empty chair and I talked to my dad and uh, expressed some of the hurts that I felt, the resentment that I felt, certain things that I was just thinking or the what ifs in general. And I expressed them and I spoke to it out loud. I actually had a conversation essentially with my dad. So if you're having an issue with someone, have that conversation, maybe not directly to them at that moment, wait for yourself to calm down, but talk to that person as in the empty chair. Talk to about the scenario. Ask yourself, is this an actual rational thought or is insecurity being brought up within me? And I think that you'll realize, I think that this is one of the best lessons I've learned my throughout my life is that if I just waited maybe a couple more minutes and processed a thought, I wouldn't react as much. I would maybe be able to hold in and actually write the ask the right questions and not overreact. Because when you have enough time to calm yourself and sit in the thought and rationalize with situations, the outcome is usually a lot different than you, what you would uh, perceive it to be. And not only that, the what ifs is it's not reality. That's not what's happening in the present. You have to really live in the present moment. And if that what if does eventually happen, which I can tell you that it, it usually doesn't, not exactly the way that your mind is thinking it then it's okay. That was a lesson that it's gonna, you need to learn, but don't force things. Don't hurt your brain, your mind, your soul in so many different areas by putting yourself through a repetitive, constant, what if overthinking scenario with anxiety. It's just a ball of anxiety and you shouldn't live your life this way. I also think that utilizing relaxation and meditating is super important. Um, I'm not a huge meditator, but when I do yoga, I do yoga every week. That is my time for meditation and it's a reset button for me and I really enjoy it. And it's actually become, I don't want to say like a major necessity, but it's become a very beneficial hobby that I've created for myself or habit where it's a reset button that I feel like my anxiety has reduced so much. And another area in my life that I've tried to excel in is exercising. And I've noticed my anxiety reduces so much when I'm in exercising mode. When I feel like I have a what if thought, I get up and go to the gym. And so I work out almost every day now. And if I'm not working out, I at least give myself 45 to an hour activity movement. So it's a walk or maybe I'll do like an ab exercise or I'll do something that makes me feel like I'm going to break a sweat and get a little bit more of dopamine levels rising. Also therapy. I mean, I am the biggest advocate for therapy because I genuinely feel like it's changed my life. But I also do think that therapists and therapy or counselors, people who are essentially qualified to give you tips on psychology and the way your brain and mind works, I've never claimed to be a therapist. I always say this. I'm just saying from my point of view what's helped me. But my therapists have helped me so much understanding how to create mindfulness because I am like, I have like little ticks where like I can't stop myself. I will, I have to get a need met. So I will go figure out how I can get that need met. And it has created such unhealthy patterns for me. And as I've gone through those scenarios and it's never actually worked out for me. Being in therapy has helped me process things differently and understand things that I normally wouldn't have before. I wasn't self-aware enough to recognize unhealthy patterns or recognize unhealthy patterns in my environment. And I think that therapy does bring out a lot of shit for people, but it also helps you a lot understand and how to be a better version of yourself. So I think that the biggest takeaway for the what ifs is living in the present and realize that this 
is just a moment. And I know I say that a lot. A lot of like, a lot of people like to say, not my monkey, not my circus. This too shall pass. Who cares? Whatever you want to come up with. I just say that this is a moment. I need to live in my moment. And that this moment is going to fade and another moment will happen and I will be okay. So just remember that, that this is just a moment and to refrain your brain, write your fears, talk to yourself, allow yourself to almost feel like you're worthy enough and that you don't need to be scared of the potential what if. 